Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Jess. And before we get into today's episode, we're going to do a little bit of a life update for you. I have not told Haley any of what I'm about to share, so I (laughs) saved it all for this episode. So you're going to be getting her um, live reaction to everything. And very excited. We do this a lot, a lot now. And I just kind of feel like this is what our listeners get now that we live far apart, like they're in on our like catch up conversation. We tried to do this before, but then we would get distracted and like talk about everything prior to recording. And now we actually really get to do it like on the spot and it's fun. Okay. So life update for you. I went on a date. (laughs) I went on a date with the guy that I said I didn't want to go on a date with a few weeks back. Do you remember that story? Like Um, I had asked him on the dating apps. He had asked me out on a date and I was like, nope, like, sorry ready ready for this. You were going to deactivate your dating apps. I did deactivate my dating apps, but he already was following me on Instagram. So he was still sort of pursuing me. And I was enjoying it very much. (laughs) And then I was, and then there was um, this comedy show that I wanted to go to. So I was like, okay, I want to go to this comedy show. I don't want to go by myself. I'll ask him if he wants to go to the comedy show with me. Um, But before I get further into it, (laughs) I'm going to text you, Haley, a picture of him right now while we're recording because you have no idea what he looks like, obviously. No. And did you go on this date last night? Last night, yeah. Okay, because I was like, I knew you had mentioned the comedy show, and I'm like, I feel like this all happened so fast. It did all happen very fast. Okay, so make sure I'm sending this to you and not him accidentally. Oh, my God. That would be funny to happen live on air. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, okay, Okay, got the photos. I mean, he looks cute. I don't know. From afar in the text message, I'm like, these look like very, like, manly, like, Love Island-like photos. The beard is the only thing that threw me. What do you mean? It's, like, very thick, full beard. That's, like, I wouldn't say he was your typical type looking at him. Really? Because he is 10 out of 10 my type. To me. Also, I love beards. I haven't... Well, I haven't met him either, and I also – so I don't know, like, the personality or the vibe, Um, but no, I didn't know you liked, like, thick beards. You've never – I love facial hair. I feel like I've mentioned that before. Yeah. I will say, going into the date with this guy, I was, like, 100% honest with him, obviously, about my situation and that, like, I'm not trying to jump into a relationship, like, just trying to get out there, you know, see what's going on, find somebody that's fun to hang out with, something casual. Um, And so I feel like he really respected that. Like even like last night, like we didn't like kiss or anything. I mean, I totally totally would have. Like if he would have kissed me, I would have made out with him hard. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I was like um, really tempted to like, bring him into my apartment but I was like nope 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 Ooh. not doing it not doing it'll be like a first time when you do it though I purposely didn't clean my apartment before I left so that I wouldn't 
So that that really helps. Pro tip. Pro tip. Messy apartment. Yeah, he's really fucking hot, though. I feel like it would be fun to explore this new city, like, on a bunch of first and second dates, though. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Let's get into uh, today's episode. So I just thought that it would be kind of fun to talk about like wedding season and drinking less. I know it's kind of like nearing the end of like wedding season. Um, and you just went to a wedding where you weren't drinking a ton. And then I have a wedding coming up at the end of September and I've been to a few weddings as a non-drinker. So I was like, maybe I can just share some like insight into what this is kind of like and kind of how to make weddings feel fun, even if you're not drinking like everybody else. Uh, I did do like a little bit of research before the episode to see like on average how many drinks people drink at weddings. And there's like a lot of articles like to help people figure out how much alcohol to serve at their wedding. But basically it's like one drink every hour. So like for like a six hour reception, they say to have like seven drinks per person. And I'm like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I'd be sloshed if I had six or seven drinks. I mean, weddings are one of the easiest places to get sloshed, I feel like. Like, Mm -hmm. why in the world are we providing seven drinks per person at an event? Like, that is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's definitely like a party, like people want to celebrate, you know, and then there's like the toasts and dancing. So I get how it's like... When you have that, when you have it set up like that, though, like, oh, we have enough alcohol for seven drinks a person, like, you're guaranteeing that people are going to get fucked up because when they're in an environment like that, that is such a party and like celebration environment, you're like less aware of how much you're actually drinking. Yeah. And so totally. if it's just like you have that much to go through during a reception. It's not until the next day that you're going to be like, fuck, I had seven drinks. Jesus. Yeah, totally. Well, and who knows, like, if people are bringing their own alcohol, if they're, like, pre-gaming before, if they're continuing to drink after the ceremony or the reception. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure for some people it doesn't stop at six or seven. And I'm sure for some people they don't even get to six or seven drinks, but... I know I would have in my drinking days for sure. Yeah, I would have. And then I would have almost died also at seven (laughs) drinks, like Jesus Christ. But I know like the wedding that I just went to, I was in the bridal party. I got there at fucking like what, 8 a.m. or something that day. Really? Um, Like the girls, there was 12 of us getting ready. They were drinking mimosas all day long. And I was just sitting in the corner. I brought my fucking snack bag. I had beef sticks, I had fruit, I had veggies, I had like all the fucking things to keep myself fueled. And they're like, do you want a mimosa? And I'm like, no. And they're like, okay. Like you <laughs> already just, go to sleep. A couple hours goes by, right? And they're already like feeling a little good. And I'm just sitting over there eating my fruit. And everybody's like, fuck, that looks so good. You were so prepared to like bring all of that food. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to be here for like 12 hours. Like- how are you not prepared? Like, how are you fueling yourself off of booze only right now? 
How is it possible for people? Yeah, there's clearly like two different types of people. (laughs) Seriously. And then, I mean, don't get me wrong. I guess I was that person at one point in my life where I could have drank mimosas all day long. And like they had like only like, I don't know, two slices of pizza for lunch, like the entire day until dinner at the reception. Like y'all are fucking wild. And they're all my age. Like, how are you doing this shit? We're 30 years old. (laughs) I'm over it. That was definitely me at my wedding, though, like drinking champagne all morning, like hardly eating anything and then just going ham at the party. Yeah, I was like very strict with myself. I was like, because obviously, you know, I was like, I do want a drink because everyone else is drinking. It makes me want a drink. But I was like, no, I need to get through this. I don't want to feel like shit. Um, I'll have a drink when it's a good appropriate time that I feel okay having a drink, which is after all of my responsibilities as a bridesmaid are over with, (laughs) which means it's reception time. I've had some food in me. Like, and then, then that's when I let myself have, I think I had like two drinks or something that night and, um, barely got a buzz and, you know, I could have probably gone without it, but I still dabbled a little bit and, then I wasn't hung over the next day and it was fucking awesome. So I think that was like the first wedding I've gone to where I've been that so, like sober, you know, like that I've drank yeah. at least at. But okay, dive into some of the research though. And do you have other well, research? <laughs> no. So I was just kind of curious, like how much people were drinking to give us kind of like a good indicator of like what the average actually is just to kind of go off of and to mm-hmm. kind of see like what most people are doing. Um, Because I really know it is kind of hard to go against the grain in these sorts of situations. And there might be like more pressure to drink or this perceived pressure to drink and like go have fun and celebrate and like be part of all the champagne toast and the morning mimosas and all of that. Um, And there might be like more peer pressure overall, like those moments where people are like, come on, like just have a drink or we're all doing shots or things like that. Um, and you really aren't in full control of like everybody else that's there, like the wedding party and the family. And so it can definitely feel challenging to make this decision to like drink less. Um, but I definitely think it's important to focus on like the benefits of this because it can be really rewarding. And I know you after the wedding, um, the next day you were like, God, I'm so happy not to be like hung over. Mm-hmm. And you know what that sounds like in the background? It sounds that like that so- song with the bed frame squeaking, like that dirty rap song from when we were oh younger. Oh my god. What was it? Was it called Bedrock? No, that was a different song, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't it know. sounds like somebody's fucking in the background right now while we're recording. <laughs> On a spring mattress. Get out of here. Kick <laughs> the dog out. Jesus Christ, she's ridiculous. <laughs> But no, yeah, I did have plans the next day after the wedding. Um, I was obviously tried to travel to Washington for that wedding. So like I had other things I was trying to do in my time there. I didn't want to lose a whole day of being hungover. So I, you know, had to limit myself because only a few drinks can make me entirely hungover, painfully mm-hmm. hungover. Um, and that's just how my body is. I don't detox shit like that well. So it doesn't take much to get me fucked up. <laughs> And I, yeah, that next morning when I woke up and went and hung out with my brother and my nieces, I was just like, oh, I'm so glad that I made that decision last night Yeah, (laughs) because it feels so good right now. Yeah. 
Well, and I think that there's, like, a lot of kind of that, like, this actually feels really good to make this decision, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of things. Actually, like, remembering the whole night, like, remembering saying goodbye to people. Did I say goodbye to people? I didn't say goodbye. I will say I did do the Irish exit thing where you just kind of disappear. I know you said goodbye to, like, some people, but you had a hard time finding the bride and the groom. The main people, I was like, yeah, I don't know where y'all are, so bye. (laughs) I know it's tough on weddings because the bride and the groom's attention is like in so many different directions. Yeah. And it was like the dancing time too. And I'm like, I'm sure she's in like the middle of the fucking dance floor right now. And that's why I can't find her. Like, I'm not trying to like weave my way in there just to like say goodbye and like ruin her, you know, dirty rap song that she's twerking to right now. Like letting her have her moment. I'm not going to interrupt. Yeah. That's so funny. (laughs) Well, it's kind of nice too, like not drinking because you don't have those moments of like regret or embarrassment later or like the twinge of like, oh, wait, did I say that thing? Or like, what did I look like on the dance floor? That type of thing. So if you are going to a wedding and you're choosing to drink less, I think really just focusing on those benefits is helpful. But I also try to like focus on like the event in general to like really enjoy it. Like instead of enjoying myself in the drinking, like I try to like savor everything at the event from like getting ready really enjoying my outfit getting cute photos and then just taking in everything that the bride and groom have like set up for you like they spend literally months planning this event so I think if you can really make sure you like get around to see everything that they have set up that can be something you can really enjoy like go into the photo booth if they have it make sure you're signing their guest book like take part in the activities that they have and just I think like capturing more photos too and I know that the bride and the groom would appreciate that like if you like post them on Instagram and tag them well maybe they won't appreciate it I don't know some people are different I guess with like posting their wedding photos but um, I think for the most part people like enjoy knowing that you enjoyed yourself at their wedding too so yeah and to have pictures of you at the wedding where you're not just absolutely sloshed and you actually look like a you know normal decent adult would be a huge prize too in itself because I've taken some bad pictures at weddings before where I'm like I'm not gonna post that (laughs) why did I take that I look fucking hammered totally so yeah no that one's not going on Facebook yeah like you have like the red eyes like it's like greased like Like my drink is up in the photo too every time the photo that you're like off the booze you know yeah like did we take that photo like or did we not take that photo yeah but also like things like the dessert table like you can really indulge in like things like that instead of in the bar um really enjoy the food that they probably spend hundreds of dollars for you to enjoy um but just really I think like finding joy in those other things leave early if you need to you can do an Irish goodbye like Mm -hmm. Jessica did if you need to um and then I think it's also nice to be able to be the designated driver if people need like you don't have to offer ahead of time but like in the moment at the event if you see somebody who needs a ride home I mean it's kind of nice to be able to offer that too Yeah, to be able to know that your friends are going to get home safe. I mean, obviously, it's not required of you to be the DD just because you're not the one drinking alcohol, like we've talked about many times, I feel like, Mm -hmm. like, because people do feel like, well, if I'm not drinking, I'm going to get stuck as the DD. It's like, no, you don't have to be the DD. But if you are in a place where you're like, okay, like, 
I have the energy for it. I could, you know, do some good and help my friend get home safe. Like that is also a reward too. So. Yeah, totally. So I also kind of wanted to touch on like maybe what you can drink at a wedding instead of alcohol if you're not drinking. I mean, obviously they'll probably have like soda and waters, but personally, when I've gone to weddings as a non-drinker, I always pack like a little packet of liquid IV and then energize the pre-workout I take just so I can like mix it into a water bottle and still have something that's like I feel like fun and kind of giving me that like energy that Mm -hmm. you feel like alcohol gives you. I like to do that. And then I know that you also brought like a case or a bottle of free Chardonnay. Yeah, that's that's something I was going to mention too, which obviously it's harder to like bring booze with you when you're just a guest. Um, But like I was in the bridal party and I knew I was going to be tempted all day long. And so I just went and bought some non-alcoholic the free brands uh chardonnay white wine brought that with me as soon as the bartender like started to set up the bar i went over there and i was like hey i brought this bottle for myself it's non-alcoholic chardonnay could you keep it on ice for me back here would you like be able to you know like only keep it for me this isn't for other people but like when i come up I can get it from you. And he was like, they were totally cool about it. Um, So that was nice because like, I obviously wanted to wait until after I ate and stuff, but like, you know, there was doing cheers and things for all those things. And like people had drinks already. And so as soon as people did the start, the drinking, I was just getting like my non-alcoholic Chardonnay and I was just had that in my hand. And that was just, I mean, that stuff's pretty good. I will say that brand is delicious. So highly recommend. And that helped obviously like me feel like I was partaking without having the horrible side effects. Yeah. And I love that. And I'm sure if you could plan enough in advance, like when it comes time to RSVPing for a wedding, if you're really serious about not drinking at it, you could send an email or a text message to whoever it is that invited you and just say, hey, I'm not drinking right now. I'm wondering if it might be possible to bring a non-alcoholic drink to stock at the bar. Yeah. Um, I'll just ask, will there be like good non-alcoholic options? I feel like if we don't ask those questions, then things never change. I feel like if people just start asking that question in general, it'll become more apparent to people that are throwing weddings that are like, oh, we should have some mocktail options because, you know, we've had people ask us for non-alcoholic options. They don't want to just fucking drink water in soda all night long like they want to have a fun cocktail too yeah and I'm sure if there's like enough people that really do start asking for that yeah people will take note and I'm sure like the more brides and grooms that actually stock that stuff for their weddings like the liquor stores are then gonna like start promoting Mm -hmm. that type of thing to brides and grooms as well so yeah that's kind of true gotta ask for it Mm mm-hmm I feel like that's pretty much it for me. I mean, I can definitely say I think weddings are more memorable when you're not drinking, speaking from personal experience. Somebody actually, yesterday, not yesterday, this weekend, I was at a party and they were talking about how our wedding was like the best time ever and they'll never forget it. And I was like, well, fuck, because I blacked the fuck out. I'm glad you enjoyed it and remembered it. (laughs) It was a party for sure. It was wild. I was just drinking a shit ton. So, um, yeah, I think that there's just like a lot more to do, a lot more fun to be had, a lot more memories to be made if you're 
choosing not to get blacked out and fucked up with six drinks like most people at weddings. So yeah, if you're new to being alcohol-free or you're sober curious, just know that this is something that you absolutely can do and we're kind of here to help support you through it. Yeah. And as always, if you guys have any extra tips or recommendations for people on how they can drink less at a wedding, DM it to us so we can share it with um, our followers on social media. And as always, make sure to just follow us on Instagram and TikTok. That's all that we're on, right? Instagram and um, technically Facebook, but who goes and on Twitter? We're, oh, yeah, we're on Twitter too. But we never tweet, so don't go there. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do all, follow us on all of those. And then obviously rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. We would definitely appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you guys for tagging us in your Instagram stories. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. Catch you next time.